Welcome to another David McCracken Ministries podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Morning, friends, family. Such an honor for Sally and I to be here with you yet again. And uh, uh, this is my seventh time with you guys. I think Sally's, I think she said about fourth time. And we're coming back again in July. And we're just blessed beyond measure to do what we do, to be a part of what God is doing on this earth. And that's what church is about, what God is doing not about what we're doing amen it's about what God is doing and I feel a real holy uh, charge to bring what father's laid upon my heart for you which I haven't shared anywhere because father's just downloaded it for for us here today but I don't think it's gonna remain for us here today and I need you to receive it as a word from God because I think God's going to shift some of our perspectives is anyone open for that or do you want to just keep on going on the same old same old So I need you to lean in and go on a little journey through the Word with me and not check out partway through, but go with me to the end. Is that cool? I'm going to pray. I'm going to let you sit down, and I'm going to get right into it. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, you need us to see some things maybe a little differently. So we need you to help me to speak the words that upon your heart God, may I get out of the way and may you shine through really clearly. God, we don't want to be inspired, Lord. Um, Even though we need encouragement, Lord, we don't primarily want to be encouraged as the main thing. Lord, we don't want to just feel good because too much of our Christianity and our focus can be about feeling good and enjoying something. Because God, it's evidence when something doesn't go the way we like we get disappointed so lord there is such a high focus on what i feel what i want and lord we put that aside today and say god what do you want and what do you want to get our attention on and what do you want to speak to us and what do you want to reveal to us and if you're hungry in this place just to see as father sees and hear what father is saying i wonder if you just speak that from your own mouth god would you speak to me what you need me to hear would you show me what you want me to see and spirit of God just come and manifest your beautiful presence even as it is here now let it remain and continue in this room in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and everyone said amen 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 Amen. guys you're awesome you can all grab a seat thanks Praise God. There's a part of me that would just love, and you guys, those that know me, and a bunch of you do, that I could very well just start to talk and flow and just uh, enjoy this time with you for a long time. And uh, you know, I'd like to do that. But I feel like I need to honor you, and more importantly, honor Father enough to just really just download. Is that cool? Um, I'm going to get right into it. and there's two main things I want to say throughout, and I think Father just wants to build it. So as I said, stay with me and go with me here. But as I pray and lean in, those that don't know me, um, by the will of God and the grace of God and by the goodness of God, definitely nothing because of me, 
uh, God's called me to be a prophet, and that is just, Father, what do you what do you want to say? What do you want to download? So it's not this will be a great thing to teach on. And many times it's uh, uh, there's there's a realignment to what God does in our lives, and some people fear realignment. But if you've ever had a bone out of place, even though you fear maybe the moments of realignment because sometimes there's more pain in the moment, you welcome it after the thing has been realigned. And we've got to not fear a God that only realigns only to actually bring about the goodness that He desires for us that is better than the present place that we find ourselves in. And this is the God that I'm growing to know and love more and more and and trust me, what I'm about to share is not a negative realignment by any means, but I think in our, some of our thinking it might shift something. Is that cool? God said, talk about coming home. Coming home. And God said, it's not about coming to church, it's about coming home. God wants to shift some of our view of church. What this is all about. I go to church. I'm coming to church. God says, no, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. And I want to lean into it. And I've got two statements. And here's the first one. Heaven is to be our example of home. Heaven is to be our example of home. When you talk about home, what Father wants to get our attention on this morning is home is about people. It's not about a place. Heaven is not about a place. It's about people. And if you think about home, you can be living in a multi-million dollar uh, mansion and that can be a home. But you can also have people that are living in a tin shack in India or Africa and that can be their home. It's not the place, it's not the size or the magnitude or how lovely a place looks. The home is the people that live there. It's my home. Why? Because I am there. And it doesn't matter if it's clutter and chaos, or if it's pristine and beautiful. Home is about people. Are you with me so far? And God started to speak to me when I say that this is not about coming to church, it's about coming home. I know that every person in this place has a different view of home and home life. And God said to me that we all get our example from somewhere. And for some of you, if we mention home, something just comes alive and you you relax and you feel good, great, wonderful. Uh, If I think about home and my my home that I got brought up with, David and Margaret McCracken, I've got great memories and great examples of the the family dynamics and and the relationships and the people, and that is my experience. So when you talk about home for me, my starting point is a positive, even though now in, 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 in home and stuff, there's some challenges that I've got, but my starting point is positive. For some of us in this place, and I really want to be sensitive, you think about home and it's anything but positive. In fact, for some of us, it's very deficient, some dysfunction. Maybe for some of us, it's very destructive. And so when we talk about it's not coming to church, it's about coming home. You go, I can't go there because my experience is that. And I need, please, 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 I need you to track with me for a moment. Because in Matthew chapter 6, 
verse 9 and 10, and if you've been in church, you might know this. Matthew 6, 9 and 10, Jesus said this. He says, when you pray, pray to our Father in heaven. I want to tell you, He's not in a place called heaven. Where our Father is, is heaven because it's actually about Him. You think heaven's a physical place? No, those that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth because He is a spirit. It, some people say, oh, no, 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 it's a physical place. It's not a physical place. Heaven is not a physical place. There will be a manifestation and expression, and we can't even comprehend that now. It's like God. We think that God is, we try to picture God in a certain physical form. And yes, He came down for 33 years out of eternity, not very long out of eternity, as a man. And at sometimes He manifested Himself as a dove, at other times as a lion, and other times as a lamb. Metaphors of what He looks like. But He is not a lion, He is not a lamb, He is not a dove, and He is not a man. He just manifests Himself at times to give us a picture, but He is a spirit. And heaven is not just a physical place. It is a spiritual reality. And the reason it is heaven is not because it's a place that was created. It's because where God exists. And it says, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Get our attention there. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Listen, listen, listen. Our Father in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. God wants to get our attention that earth is to be a reflection of heaven, on earth as in heaven. And so my starting point, whether you've got a really great example of home or a really bad example of home, I beg you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, would you please, by the Spirit of God right now, say, I, I don't want to listen to what God is saying right now this morning. And when we say it's not about coming to church, but it's about coming home. I need to put aside my natural example and say, God, would you give me a spiritual, eternal example? Because otherwise, our starting point is incorrect. John chapter 14, verse 2 and 3. Jesus again says, My Father's house. It's not a physical thing. Everyone says it's not a physical thing. It has many rooms. My Father's house, this is heaven where God is. It has many rooms. There are many different um, functions and facets that we, don't, we can't even start to comprehend. I, I, I smile and laugh when people try to describe what eternity is like in heaven is like and the things they're going to ask God. No, you're not. We're going to be so captivated by the absolute awe and wonder of what He is like that all the things of earth, we won't even remember them. If there's no sorrow and no, and no pain and no suffering, come on, those questions that you think you need answers to, and when I get there, I can't wait to ask Him. If there is no sorrow, you're not going to remember that because we're going to be captivated by Him. It's better than you think. It's bigger than you think. It's not just a natural, come on, a little bit better. And He says, my Father's house, there are many rooms, and I think those rooms are filled with delight and wonder and awe. And he says, if that were not so, would I have told you, I'm actually going to prepare a place for you. There's good news right there. And if I go, says Jesus, and prepare a place for you, I will come back and I will take you, come on, to be with me 
that you may be where I am. And he says, where am I? I am in my Father's house. That is what heaven is. Heaven is not just being with Jesus and just being with the Holy Spirit. It's being with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit in the Father's house. This is heaven, being with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this is actually the true home that is meant to be our example on earth as it is in heaven. And our spiritual family, this church, come on, can can I preach Carol, is that all right? Our spiritual family on earth is to be a reflection of God's spiritual family in heaven. On earth as in heaven, our Father in heaven, our Father, 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 person, relationship, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I tell you who the family in heaven is. It's not all the saints. Come on, they're adopted into the family. But there is a family in heaven and it consists of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is the family. It's like when you get married and there's a husband and a wife, you are a new family. Before kids come along, you are a family and they're a welcome addition to the family and they get engrafted into the family but the family is a husband and a wife and the family of God in heaven the original family that preceded the creation of the world. Come on. God was not incomplete before He created. He is complete in Himself. He is self-existent in Himself. And it is the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. This is the family of God. Are you with me? And the home is where they are. And God says to us today, our spiritual family here on earth, come on, look around. This is not about coming to church, it's about coming to home. And this spiritual family right here is to reflect the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. John 17, 20 to 23. Are you, are you okay? I'm just getting wound up. John 17, 20 to 23. Jesus praying to his father. The disciples are there with him. And he says, my prayer is not for them alone, but I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. Do you know there's some people that God wants to believe in him through your message, through your life, that all of them may be one. Last time I was here, I think we talked about unity. Come on, together, together. Anyone remember that? Come on. How good, how pleasant it is, Psalm 133, when people dwell together, together in unity, not just in the same room, but of one heart, one accord, one mind. That's when the Holy Spirit can be poured out because God commands a blessing. And we need to understand that's not just something God requires of us to make us good. It's because it's an expression of who He is. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit have never had a disagreement, never had an argument, never seen something differently. And they are the pattern They are the model for on earth as it is done in heaven. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, we are one. We are one. We are one. May they also be in us so that the world might believe that you have sent me. The world won't believe on Jesus by the miracles and by the breakthroughs and by the size of our churches, but by the fact that we are one, even as God is one. Who wants to join a place where they aren't even one, yet they talk about love? 
I have given them the glory that you gave me. Come on, right there, you just, that just knocks your socks right off. Come on, I have given them the glory that you gave me. Come on. Whew. That they may be one. I gave them the glory. Why? So that they can build great ministries. No, so that they may be one as we are one. Why? Because this is about not coming to church. It's about coming to home. And it's not a reflection of our natural home, but of our spiritual home. It's not a reflection of my natural relationships and my natural father and mother, but of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know. Then the world will know. We're crying out for a revival and a harvest while we are not being a family. We've been a church. We've been an organization. It's about what we're doing and it's about coming home. Heaven is to be an example of what home looks like. Then they will know that you, the world will know that you sent me and that you have loved them even as you have loved me. You with me so far? I I, I need to go somewhere. And I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about home, I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about family, not talking about it physically, but spiritually. And heaven is to be an example of the home. And home is about people, not a place. Heaven is not about a place. It's about a Father, Son, Holy Spirit where they dwell together. And Jesus is going to take us back to be with him. But he says, God, he said, pray this. Pray to the Father in heaven. Not just that you'll bless what we do and you'll anoint what we do and you'll give us some good ideas. But God, we want on earth right now what is in heaven. This is home. Welcome home. So if heaven is to be our example of home, here's the second thing. Kingdom is to be our culture of home. Come on, can I go somewhere? Heaven is to be our example of home. And kingdom is to be our culture of home. Adrian, are you ready? Every home has a culture. Every home has a culture. You've walked into some homes and you like the culture. Don't look left, don't look right. But some of us have walked into homes and we don't like the culture. Look straight ahead, straight ahead, straight ahead. Every home has a culture, true or not true. And God said, uh, I look at what the word culture means, please. Uh, I, you just need to jump on board and just really lean in with me right now. Culture, this is what culture means. Ideas, customs, attitudes, and behavior of a particular group. A culture is an idea. The ideas, the customs, this is what we do. This is our attitude and our behavior of a particular group. And the culture of our home. Uh, come on, come on, God. I, I, I just got to push this in. Our kingdom is to be our culture of home. Every home has a culture. A culture is ideas, customs, attitudes, and behaviors of a particular group. And I'm talking about, it's not about coming to church. It's about coming home. And there's a culture. And it is kingdom culture. The culture of a home is not set by the children. It is set by the parents. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. The culture of a home is not set by children, but it is set by parents. Again, go back to Matthew 6, verse 9 and 10. Our Father in heaven, our Father in heaven, let your kingdom come. It's not about me influencing upwards. 
It's not about me changing Father's intention. It's not about me saying, God, you must do this. It's not about saying, God, come on, I need you to do this, and I need you to do this, and I need you to do this, if it's outside of what He has authored. we got to stop asking God to do something that He hasn't authored. He answers and responds and acts when He authors what we are asking, because it's His kingdom come, and it's His will being done. It's not my kingdom and my will. As a child of the Most High God, children should not be dictating culture. They're immature. They do not know. They have a selfish lens. True or not true? But a parent that parents from love says to culture that will help everyone flourish. We kick against culture sometimes, but when it's set by a loving parent, there's a reason and it's flourishing and it's functioning and it's love. The culture of a home is not set by children, but by the parents. Amen? The culture of heaven is set by the Father, and it is seen in the Son. Our Father in heaven, let your kingdom come. Jesus prayed that. It was seen in Him, but it was not set by Him. He is the Son. It is set by the Father. I'm still going somewhere. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, the sun is the radiance of God's glory. That's the Father's glory. And He is the exact, come on, God, help me. He is the exact representation, representing of the Father. He carried the culture of heaven, and heaven is not a place, it is the culture of His Father. Because his father set a culture and he brought it down to earth. Sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, that's on the earth. As he was representing the father and carrying the culture of his father on earth. Now he is set down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. He carried the culture of heaven on earth and he carries the culture of heaven in heaven. Listen to this. The culture of heaven is set by the Father. Oh, God. And seen in the Son. And the culture of the church is set by the Father and seen in the saints. The culture of heaven is set by the Father and seen in the Son. And the culture of heaven on earth, because our Father in heaven, God, we need your kingdom, your will, your authority, your mind, your behavior, your ideas, your customs. Come on, your motivation, your culture. God, we need it on earth. How? Because it is set by you and is seen in us. In this world, we are like Jesus. This is not about coming to church. This is not about an organization. This was not birthed, and this is not sustained by the tailors, by the ACC, by the churches in Australia. This is authored by my Father in heaven, and it's not meant to reflect the people who naturally lead. It's meant to reflect the family of God, of who we are a part in heavenly places. Too many churches now reflect the leader. It's about reflecting the Father. 
It's not about coming to church. It's about coming home. And heaven is to be our example of home. Home is about people, not a place. It's about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the family of God of which we are adopted into, welcomed into, accepted into. And it's about a kingdom being the culture of heaven. Are you with me, church? And that culture is not set by children, but it's set by parents. It's not set by the saints. It's set by the Father in heaven. Jesus was a representation of the culture of heaven on earth. But he says, I'm going back to the Father, and I can't afford to allow the representation of the Father to now be taken away. Oh, God, help me here. Because in the very beginning, when God created mankind in his image, in his likeness, what's that? That's about culture. Come on. Come on. They were the image of God on earth. Don't miss that. They were the image of God. They were not the expression of themselves. Mm. Too many churches are focusing on our expression. No, it's the image of God. That was the original intention. And it was mucked up when they said yes to the devil and no to God. And so the image was diluted. That's why now you get idols because still, still people try to create an image, a culture. And we try to guess what it's like. And now Jesus came and He is the perfect image of God, the representation of God. He is the exact representation of God, Hebrews 1.3 says. But He says, I am coming back to you, so I now need you to give them the same glory you gave me so that they can be the same image of God that I was here on earth because that's what you created Adam and Eve to be, to carry the culture of heaven, to carry the culture of heaven. Church is not about our culture, it's about the culture of heaven. Church is not about our programs, it's about what is the program, the heart of heaven. So how do we walk in this culture of heaven? And Father's been taking me back. You guys are seriously wearing me out this morning. Settle down. I'm just gripped. I'm just gripped. I'm just stirred. I'm just gripped. I'm, I'm, I don't want to do church. I don't want to be part of church. As in, that's my identity. As in, that's, that's the greatest thing. Being part of a church service on a Sunday is not the greatest thing in your life or in your week is being part of Father's family. It is, it is, it's about being part of God's family. Come on, that is heaven. You talk about heaven, this is heaven on earth. It's where you are. That's where I want to be. And he's omnipresent, but it's about being aware. It's about stepping into on earth as it is in heaven. And years ago when I was growing up, some of you will remember this. There was, there was a saying that became, they they, they started to make it into merchandise and there was bracelets and everything else. It had these initials, WWJD. Anyone heard of that? What, 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 is it, what is it? What would Jesus do? And it was a lovely little pithy statement and people go, oh, that's great. I'm going to put on a bracelet. And they put on a bracelet and that's cool. And some people, it meant a lot to them. Other people, it was a nice bracelet to have. And it's like a fish on the back of your car. Somehow it makes me more spiritual and we go on with life as normal. And forget what we're actually saying. And God's been bringing me back to that. And he says, this is actually something that we need to reclaim. 
Because this is actually the culture of heaven that God wants on earth through one lens of one question. Well, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus say this? If Jesus wouldn't say it, then I won't say it. If Jesus wouldn't do it, then I wouldn't do it. If Jesus wouldn't prioritise it, then I won't prioritise it. Here's one for you. If Jesus wouldn't pray it, then I won't pray it. Because some of our prayers, Jesus wouldn't pray. If Jesus wouldn't pursue it, I won't pursue it. And it says in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, whatever you do, say it with me, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, something you do, something you say, do it all. Everyone say, do it all. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Come on, let me tell you what this means. It says everything you do, come on. This is about coming home. Home is heaven. Heaven is the family, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the culture of heaven is to be the culture of earth. And it's through this land, whatever we do, come on, we want to do it all in the name. When you do something in the name of someone else, it's about their culture. It's about their reputation. Have you had seen people in the world? They are famous parents and maybe wonderful parents. And then the kid does absolutely stupid stuff. Think about Hollywood or some of these things and they bring a disgrace to the name. It's about culture. That's not the culture of our home. That's not who we are. And it is time for the body of Christ to say, this is not about just going to church. Oh, do you go to church? Yeah, I go to church. So I tick it off. I go to the shopping center too. And I tick that off. And I go to work and I tick it off. It is not about that. It's about being part of a home. It's about, the Bible talks about the family of God. It talks about the bride of Christ. Come on. It talks about the body. This is all about people. This is all about us being a representation of our Father in heaven, just like Jesus was a representation. And it says, if... Whatever you do, whether word or deed, do it all in the name. I've been asking myself this for weeks, haven't I, Sally? And man, it is messing us up. Because the, the amount of things, I'm asking this question. If Jesus wouldn't watch it, I won't watch it. You might say, but how do you know? And there's not, we don't want to go back into legalism here. We don't want to go back to law. Don't look for a list of he would, he wouldn't, he, no. It's about God, I actually want to, I actually want to be part of your culture that's in heaven on this earth. So God, I want to walk with you. And if at any time I'm, I'm walking down a path that is different to your culture, would you just whisper? Come on, listen to the whisper. Steve, don't do that. No, don't watch that. No, don't say that. No, don't think that. Come on, this is another one I'm meditating on. If Jesus wouldn't think about it, I don't want to think about it. I'm not talking about a thought coming into your mind because thoughts come, fiery darts come, but we choose what we meditate on, what we worry about. Is this true or not? And when we speak and we write something and interrupt it, we can redirect it. But sometimes we're thinking about things ongoingly and we know Jesus wouldn't. And I want to say to myself today, Stephen, stop, 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 stop. Come on, I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. Come on, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Come on, come on, guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that it must be possible, but only through the power of the Holy Spirit. And if we can't do it by ourselves, then that's a good thing because we need the power of the Holy Spirit because otherwise it's called self-righteousness and self-righteousness is like filthy rags. I want the righteousness of God, which means I need to be dependent upon Him. Lily, feel free to join me because it might make me stop one day. 
coming home. So God told me to talk about. Do you know one day we're going to be with Him forever? And He doesn't want us. <laughs> Just said, "Wow!" And it's like it's it's true when you say it and stop and think about it. That's why Paul says, "Man, to live is Christ, but to die is gain." Come on, no more suffering, no more pain, no more brokenness. Anyone interested? No more harassment, no more worry, no more anxiety. Anyone interested? Or you, you just like living with the same old crap? Come on, come on. This is eternity. But God says you can pray to our Father in heaven because that's who our Father is. And this is a spiritual. You can pray that, God, what is the culture of heaven? We want it right now. We don't have to wait till we die. We want it right now. But I think this lens is, would Jesus say it? Would Jesus do it? Would Jesus think about it? Would Jesus pursue it? Would Jesus pray it? Would Jesus give his time to it? Would Jesus live for it? Would Jesus die for it? Would Jesus fight for it? Come on. It's not about coming to church. I want you to say that with me. It's not about coming to church. Say it again. Come on. It's not about coming to church. Let me tell you what it's about. It's about belonging to a family. And families have a culture. And ours is to be the culture of heaven, reflecting the family of God, which is the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Can I say it again? Your primary reflection, hear me, is not to reflect the ACC. Your primary reflection, as awesome as they are, is not to reflect Stephen and Kylie. You need to hear me. Your primary reflection is not to reflect Pentecostal churches. Our primary reflection is to reflect our Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. This is not to be a better church than another church. That's not our goal. It's not about having a bigger church. It's about being a family and we want to like Father's heart is, is my will that none should perish. I want more and more people adopted into this family. But I want to declare by the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ that there is a need for this family. We need to be a family. And there's some discussions happening even amongst people in this room that we're not, um, we're, we would not have them in front of the Father in heaven. If you wouldn't have the conversation that you're having with your brother or sister in front of your Father in heaven, then don't have it here on earth. Is it all right if I just challenge myself in this? Sally was speaking yesterday on integrity. And man, I was gripped by the thing is, do I speak about people that aren't present in the same way I speak if they were present in the room and that they were significant in the eyes of the Father? A dysfunctional home is one where people are focused more on receiving than on giving. A dysfunctional home, a dysfunctional relationship is when you're focused on what can I get, not what can I give. What took a disciple of Jesus Christ called Judas and turned him into a tool of the devil who betrayed his Savior to death? What Will you give me? For God so loved the world that He gave. 
a reflection of the family in heaven is that we're a giver. We live to give. We live to give. And it's not a 50-50 mutual thing. My wife and I have always said, Sally, we've said that our marriage, and we're coming up for 25 years this, in a few months' time of being married, and it's not that we say, okay, let's both give 50-50. We don't want to be one-sided. No, our, our motto, our focus is I want to give 100%, and she wants to give 100%. It's almost like how can I outgive you? Why? Because that's a reflection of my father. You say he doesn't want to outgive. Oh, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and his only son. Come on, that's, that's outgiving. He could have sent an angel. He could have said he could have done anything he wanted. He he could have done anything he wanted. But he says, "I'm setting you an example for you to follow. I'm giving my best, even when it costs me dearly. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I've done it for the salvation of the world. And now you're with me again. I'm, you're going to come and bring them back to be with me, where I am. We're part of a home. We're part of a family. We're part of a body. We're part of the bride." Can I hear an amen from anyone? You're not part of a church, or an organization, a program, an event. We're part of a family. And so as I wrap this thing up, I feel one of the cultures that Father just highlights and then I'm going to be done. And we truly love you guys, you know that? Just so love this church and this family. One of the major cultures is just giving and receiving, amen? But it's giving the right thing and it's receiving the right thing. When we come on a Sunday morning, is our focus just on receiving or is it on giving? Have you ever been in relationships where it's one-sided? Have you ever been in relationships where the person just is always about what they want? Have you been in relationships where, man, you just, you almost don't want to go there because you know it's just going to be a drain, it's going to be negative, it's going to be critical, it's going to be what you haven't done and why you're not good enough and you, you already feel bad enough about yourself, so why go there and be made to feel worse? Anyone, don't look around, just, anyone just smile and wave, just nod your head and just, come on, is this true or is this not true? Do you want, oh, I can't wait to go back there again. Or when, they call, you do what I do and say, I need to wash my hair today or something like that. How much more come on in the spiritual family of God? Am I giving and contributing and selflessly saying, God, what, what can I bring today? What can, how can I bless today? How can I encourage today? Because this is about giving and receiving. And please listen to me, family of God, every single one of us, myself included, myself included, needs to receive the love, the affirmation, a word of encouragement from others in my family, the body of Christ. Can I, can I hear an amen to that? If, if you know that at times you need to receive something that will help you to step towards God, I want you to lift up your hand if you're part of the family of God you, at, at, at any time. Or don't put up your hand if you're completely self-sufficient and everything in your life is good and you don't need anyone. Don't put up your hand. But apart from that, we will all need to receive from our family at times. Is that true? Which means equally we all must be willing and responsive and active by faith to give. If you want to receive, you've got to be giving. It's more blessed to give than to receive. 
And he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. We're waiting to receive before we can give. And God says, give, and then you will receive. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. We've got it the wrong way round. The culture of heaven is not. God, the, the Father did not say, when they love me, when they reach out, I will send my son. No, I'll send my son because I give. And then they will respond. It's about giving and receiving care and comfort. We all need it at times, amen? But every one of us are called to give it to. The youngest to the oldest of you right now in this room, the ones who are flying high and the ones who are literally struggling to put one finger in front of the other as you crawl along the ground, God wants you to receive from the family here today, but He also wants you to give. I've got nothing to give. Come on, when I am weak, He is strong. Come on, God loves to delight in those that are weak. Paul says, I don't come with eloquent or persuasive words. Man, I've got to rely upon the Holy Spirit. If you knew some of what we've gone through in the last six months and what I'm going through physically, even day by day at the moment, I need the grace of God. But I have the grace of God. If I'm waiting to, to get resolved, I will die waiting. And God will say, what were you doing? I couldn't because I he says you could because I the culture of heaven is not waiting until it's sending and opening up people's hearts you have something to give to this family you have something in the back row on the left side on the right side you have something to give to this family stop coming to the table and saying oh it's about I just want to eat I want to eat come on pull out the chair defer to one another so you sit down first. Can I get you something? The culture of heaven is this giving and receiving care and comfort. And here's my last thing is giving and receiving counsel and clarity. Care and comfort, counsel and clarity. They're the four things God gave me. Every one of us in this room will need counsel and clarity from our brothers and sisters that time. Is that correct? You must say, I just go to God. Well, great for you, but do what the Bible says. Come on, the Bible talks about in the multitude of counselors, there is wisdom and there is safety. Oh, the, the, the Bible is full of, uh, in the collective, God so many times speaks what He won't speak in the personal. And it's not because you can't hear Him. It's not because He doesn't want to be personal to you. It says, no, I want you to be part of the family because I've actually created this to be a body. Thank you, Father. Here's the last thing I say. God started this thing. What He downloaded to me to bring today, have you received it? Was welcome home. He talked about the fact that heaven is our example of home. Would you say that with me? Heaven is our example of home. Say it again. Come on, say it with a bit in your spirit. Heaven is our example of home. And the second thing was kingdom is our culture of home. Everyone say it with me. Kingdom is our culture of home. Now I'm giving you something, uh, Stephen and Kylie in the church, and actually probably Chelsea and Kylie for you to write up. I saw a sign on the wall of this church that said, welcome home. You're halfway there. You got welcome. Sorry, Chelsea. Welcome home. Okay, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be bold. We want welcome home out there. And as you walk in every Sunday to home, not to your church, but to your home, and you see welcome home, I want, and I, can I just bore this into your minds? Everyone look at me, I'm looking at you. 
you see that welcome home and you instantly say, Father, what do you want me to give today? Not what do I need? What, do I, what can I give? What can I give? What can I give? I'm done. Father, I'm under no illusions and the Holy Spirit is speaking to me right now that many in this room there's aspects that you're struggling with what I've said and he's also saying that equally many of us are going to be tested this week I heard something in the last week or two that just gripped my heart and it applies here And it was this, temptation is not something to be feared. It is an opportunity to be a warrior. You're going to be tested. Don't fear it. It's an opportunity to be a warrior. A loving warrior that goes into battle for your brothers and your sisters. It goes into battle for those that God has called you to walk beside. And I pray that we'll be a people that are one even as He is one because then the world will know. Let's pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Every eye closed. This is what the Holy Spirit is saying to me right now. Every eye closed. No one moving around apart from the band getting ready, but no one moving around. Every eye closed. Just avoid distraction. Through anything that I've shared today by the Spirit of God, if there's anything that you go, man, I need God, if I'm going to be a part of this. And I'll be surprised if it's not every single one of us, because I right now say, I need God. Man, come on, I need God not to say things that just automatically come to my mind at times that are unhelpful. Anyone else? God, I need your help to see heaven is our example and I need your help to see kingdom as our culture I definitely need your help to give and to be part of this family if that's you I know it's me I wonder if you just open your heart to God maybe you want to open your hands to receive and that's just saying God I need you God God I need you God I need you to be part of this family And I need you to see this. That it's not coming to church, it's about coming home. So God, I'm just asking that you touch every person right now. Beautiful Holy Spirit, I release you in this room. Touch my friends, my brothers, my sisters. Lord, as River Edge Church, Stephen and Kyler, the leadership and the saints. Lean into this this year, this Feb fast, and say, what does that look like for us? What does it look like for us if we're part of this family and we've got the culture? What does it look like for us? God, I pray you bring revelation. You bring revelation and truth. Let there be no condemnation to any person, but let there be an internal desire motivated by the Holy Spirit to be a part of this, oh God. We truly want Mildura in this region to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. If you believe that, shout amen. Lord, it's not going to happen by 
things that we can just do in and of from ourselves, but God is as we are one, even as you are one. So join our hearts. Lead us forward in love, goodness, kindness, and grace. And I ask these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hey, God bless you guys. Uh, We just so love you. We'll be back in July or second service. Who knows what will happen? It might be the same. It might not. So feel free to hang around. And uh, if you're here and you're going to hang around, which I think some of you might, I want you to, between now and the second service, and even as you go, I say, who can I give something to today? Who can I bless? Who can I encourage? Sound good? Let's do it. God bless you. Thanks for listening. For more content, head to our website, davidmccracken.org.